Welcome to the Hearers and Doers podcast. I'm Becky Kaiser, and I'll be the host for this show. Do you need a space where you can show up just as you are? This is your place. Dry shampoo, crying kids, messy house, and barking dogs are all welcome here. Do you need a cheerleader who sees all your amazing potential and unique ways God's called and created you? Done, I'm signing up as captain. I'm a certified life coach and Bible teacher with decades of experience who isn't afraid to tell you the truth you need to hear. Some weeks I'll be sharing practical and encouraging and sometimes correcting shows, and other weeks I'll be introducing you to new and old friends. You ready? Let's go, my friend. Well, before we begin this episode, I wanted to share something really exciting with you. I have always wanted to send my kids to Pine Cove overnight camp. And we did camp in the city one summer and absolutely loved it. And it has been a dream to send my girls. But here's the thing, like every overnight camp, camp can be very, very pricey. Well, I have teamed up with Pine Cove and I am giving everyone who is signing up a first-time camper $250 off your camp registration fee. All you have to do is go to pinecove.com, use promo code Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. Again, the promo code to get $250 off is Becky250. If you don't know what Pine Cove is, it is one of the best overnight. They also have day camps and family camps, but one of the best summer camps for kids. They have everything. They do Bible study and worship and all that, but they also have amazing water activities and ropes courses, horseback riding, trails, like anything you could possibly imagine this camp has it. It is my one, my biggest regret from college is not going and being a counselor at Pine Cove because I saw how much fun it was for all my friends who did it. So I always said when I was in college, one day I'm going to send my kids there. And thanks to Pine Cove and their generosity, we all get to go to Pine Cove this summer. So go to pinecove.com, check it out. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Again, that promo code for 250 off is Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. All right, let's get started with today's episode. John chapter 9. Walking down the street, Jesus saw a blind man from birth. His disciples asked, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, causing him to be born blind? Jesus said, you're asking the wrong question. You're looking for someone to blame. There is no such cause effect here. Look instead for what God can do. We need to be energetically at work for the one who sent me here, working while the sun shines. When night falls, the workday is over. For as long as I'm in the world, there's plenty of light. I am the world's light. He said this and then spit in the dust, made a clay paste with the saliva, rubbed the paste on the blind man's eyes and said, Go, wash at the pool of Siloam. Siloam meant scent. And the man went and washed and saw. Soon the town was buzzing, his relatives and those who who year after year had seen him as a blind man begging were saying, why isn't this the man we knew who sat here and begged? Others said, it's him, all right. But others objected. It's not the same man at all. It just looks like him. And he said, it's me, the very one. And they said, how did you get your eyes opened? A man named Jesus made a paste and rubbed it on my eyes and told me to go to Siloam and wash. I did what he said, and when I washed, I saw. 
So where is he? I don't know. The man, they marched the man to the Pharisees. This day when Jesus made the paste and healed his blindness was the Sabbath. The Pharisees grilled him again on how he had come to see. And he said, he put clay paste on my eyes and I washed. And now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, obviously this man can't be from God. He doesn't keep the Sabbath. Others countered, how can a bad man do miraculous God revealing things like this? There was a split in their ranks. They came back to the blind man. You're the expert. He opened your eyes. What do you say about him? And he said, he is a prophet. The Jews didn't believe it, didn't believe the man was blind to begin with. So they called the parents of the man now bright eyed with sight. And they asked him, is this your son? The one you say was born blind. So how is it that he can now see? His parents said, we know he is our son and we know he was born blind. We don't know how he came to see, having a clue about who opened his eyes. Why don't you ask him? He's a grown man and can speak for himself. His parents were talking like this because they were intimidated by the Jewish leaders who had already decided that anyone who took a stand that this was the Messiah would be kicked out of the meeting place. That's why his parents said, ask him. He's a grown man. They called the man back a second time and the man who had been born blind who had been blind, and told him, give credit to God. We know this man is an imposter. And he replied, I know nothing about the one way or the other, but I know one thing for sure. I was blind, and now I see. They said, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? I've told you over and over again, are you so eager to become my disciples? With that, they jumped all over him. You might be a disciple of that man, but we're disciples of Moses. We know for sure that God spoke to Moses, and we have no idea where this man even comes from. And the man replied, this is amazing. You claim to know nothing about him, but the fact is he opened my eyes. It's well known that God isn't at the back, at the beck and call of sinners, but listens carefully to anyone who lis- who lives in reverence and does his will. That someone opened the eyes of a man born blind has never been heard of ever. Sorry, that was my alarm to go off. If this man didn't come from God, he wouldn't be able to do anything. They said, you're nothing but dirt. How dare you take that tone with us? Then they threw him out into the street. Jesus heard that they had thrown him out and went and found him. And he asked him, do you believe in the son of man? And the man said, point him out to me, sir, so that I can believe in him. And Jesus said, you're looking right at him. Don't you recognize my voice? Master, I believe the man said and worshiped him. Jesus then said, I came into the world to bring everything into the clear light of day making all the distinctions clear so that those who have never been, never seen will see. And those who have made a great pretense of seeing would be exposed as blind. Some Pharisees overheard him and said, does what you mean, does that mean you're calling us blind? And Jesus said, if you're really blind, you'll be blameless. And since you claim to see everything so well, you're accountable for every fault. Okay, so as we do every single time, I am finding with you, what is a hearers and doers application to this passage? If we want to be here, not just hearers of the word, but doers also, 
that means we pause after we read something and ask God, how would you have me respond after reading this? So I'm doing it with you live, which means I am also pausing and thinking through what stands out to me, what needs to be a doer. You know, one thing that is interesting to me in this passage is that Jesus didn't just speak healing over this man. You know, a lot of other times when we see in the Gospels, Jesus just says, be healed or get up. And it was an instantaneous thing. But in this one, Jesus took time with him and he invited the man to be a participant in his own healing. So I think an application I might do for myself is, is ask God, how do I need to be an active participant in my own healing? So for example, I'm in, um, I just started with a new counselor about a month and a half ago. And that would be one of those things where I wouldn't just sit back and let her guide us through these sessions and do my homework, but do it detached and instead really choose to be an active participant in my own healing, knowing that only God could do it ultimately, but he invites us to be a part of it. James 1.22 in the ESV says, be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hearers and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women are men who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser. And if you love today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.